0: Look, we are going to have a great Thanksgiving, okay? Uh, Zach, it's June. I don't have time for this. I have to figure out what a ricer is. I'm not comfortable with this. There are a lot of really terrible atrocities that this holiday glosses over. Hey, nobody cares more about this than me. A quarter cup of brandy and let it simmer. But it's just a very complex issue, okay? Oh, by the way, here are the, here are the peas you asked for. Uh, I thought you were getting fresh. Atrocities? No peas. They're going to be mushy. <laughs> Let's just get this yam-sham over with. This week, the Buffy gays are ricing potatoes and whisking curiously while we break down Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 4, Episode 8. Pangs. We'll share our thoughts on the episode and share some behind-the-scenes trivia while working through a moral quandary about our nation's horrific treatment of indigenous peoples. We'll cringe through some rough and racist tropes that are also somehow making fun of themselves before we rate the episode on a scale of 1 to 10 stakes. And we'll discuss the queer themes and gayest moments of the episode while being impaled by various arrows like a seated bleach-blonde Saint-Sebastian. So set the table, pass the gravy, and try not to disturb the spirit of any wronged cultures as you listen to this week's episode of White Tears Gaze. Hello all, I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. And we're a couple of small town gays who love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Together, we'll examine each episode of this trailblazing series through the lens of our own queer experiences. We'll dive deep into the stacks to break down each episode. Share some behind the scenes trivia at Scooby meetings. And explore queer themes as we stand against the forces of darkness. So, whether you're a first time watcher or you've been a fan since the old ones walked the earth, we invite you to join weekly patrols of the Sunnydale streets with your Buffy, Buffy Gaze. Gaze. Zach? Hello, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't expecting the single syllable, were you? (laughs) I was already trying to be like (laughs) Kyrishnush. (laughs) You were already thinking about it. Kyrishnush. Kyrishnush. How's it going, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what comes next. Swell. Wonderful. Uh, You know, let's, let's just go straight into this episode. Why don't we? Yeah. I mean, well, I am I want to talk about um just kind of like what are your thoughts like coming into this? Like when you were getting ready, what were you thinking? What were you expecting? <laughs> were you even thinking? Had you even considered <laughs> or did you even know? <laughs> um well, I was like this is it's <laughs> going to be a pretty racist episode <laughs> and also <laughs> it's going to disappoint. be very funny. Uh-huh. Uh but not because of the racism, thank hmm. goodness. Uh, I also prepared a little extra for this episode. I listened to two other podcast episodes. Yeah. So I listened to Métis in Space, which was a podcast that started in 2014, first of Mm -hmm. all. Uh, their first episode was about this, and it's an episode where they t- uh, like review depictions of indigenous cultures in media, Ooh. and uh, this is their first episode. They they ran for like seven years. Huh. Yeah, they stopped in 2021. Intriguing. Oh, and I listened to an interview with Jane Espenson that Slayer Fest 98 did about this episode. Well, nice. <laughs> I will say I have... This has long been in my skip list. Oh, when I rewatch. Interesting. I just like when I watched it at first. I was like, "Oh, this is so cringy." If you skip a Jane and Espenson episode, you're homophobic. And I didn't, ex- I didn't appreciate it at first. Uh huh. <laughs> but like on later rewatches, including getting ready for this show, this episode is fucking hilarious. It's so funny and. Actually, like it's really surprising to me. I was expecting it to be way more tone deaf. Like, I do think I don't want to say it's like do it amazing or anything, Uh but like some of the ideas, especially like Willow's points, I feel like are which are proven in it as this like '90s woo-woo thing kind Uh of. But I was like, oh, this is actually like real arguments that people are making today, or real not arguments or like points, Uh uh like about why are we celebrating this. And it's very realistic how she drops it and completely never talks about it again and is perfectly fine (laughs) just sitting down and having Thanksgiving dinner. Right, right, right. In uh, the Métis in Space episode I listened to, uh, they they said Willow was the one who annoyed them the most. (laughs) oh uh, well i think that's on purpose i feel like she's supposed to be the annoying one in this episode yeah (laughs) well it's like willow and giles are like the two kinds of annoying white people when Mm -hmm. it comes to this stuff yes it's like the uh willow's like the textbook virtue signal signaler and then giles is like the literal colonist apologist (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, anyway, Zach, do you have any uh, do you have any trivia about pangs? Yes, I was just updating the director list. The director, you didn't. Then, <laughs> you could uh, do that. Oh, you could have done that earlier. You could do that after we we're done. And yet, and and yet. So I wrote David Or Grossman. No, okay. So um, do like me and do all your updates at the very end of the season and like spend forty five minutes on Excel. Yeah. Uh, so, pangs, which I can't, to me, that, I wish I would have, I would have thought about this, but, like, that word just sounds so southern. Uh Uh-huh. Pangs. probably not, but it's just because you can't, you can't really, it's one of those words you can't say without your eyes. Without sounding a little southern? Yeah. Pangs. I got pangs. I got pangs. They're multiplying. (laughs) So, anyway, um, yeah, anyway, (laughs) pangs first aired on Tuesday, November 23rd. (laughs) Kylie jones god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to say it out loud so it wasn't Uh people didn't think it was me uh pangs first aired on tuesday november 23rd 1999 and was directed by michael lang who um, the antichrist from american horror story yeah lang lang i don't know it's got an e on the end how you say that uh well Jessica Lang is how that's pronounced uh, that That's I, what I'm I was going sure. for So anyway, he had previously directed Bad Girls and Surprise. Oh, I'm thinking of Langdon, Michael Langdon is the Antichrist. I was mixing mm. that I was <laughs> mixing that together with Jessica Lang. Continue. <laughs> anyway, this guy who I don't think is the Antichrist directed <laughs> the episode. Um so yeah, we got Surprise, Bad Girls. Mm. mm. Two quality episodes. Um, So, uh, I got a few trivia nuggets and found, mostly from IMDb and other places on the internet. But This is the first occurrence in either series in which Angel appears, but Cordelia does not. That's what huh. I said. Interesting. And I was like, it's one of those things where I was like, what? I was like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, seems <laughs> like so. it's probably Because the right. last time he was on this show was His Graduation, graduation day, day Part 2. D- mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, um, there, um, so the actual Chumash people, um, who were like all along kind of like the central coast of California, uh huh. Um, were, um, also kind of around Santa Barbara, which, you know, Santa Barbara is kind of a model city for Sunnydale. Yes. For yes. Like the reference. Um, and, um, that tribe still survives today as the <laughs> What? Santa, I thought they were wiped out. Santa Inez band of the chumash Um You mean you mean they weren't wiped out? They were they weren't exterminated. Well, probably a lot of them were. Uh huh. Well, I not I'm, all of them. I yes, I'm making fun of the episode. And then they're still recognized, um, or they're recognized as a uh, tribe with, um, they have a casino in Santa Inez, California. (laughs) You can have Uh, casinos now. You can have casinos now. Um, So, uh, this, of course, is a crossover episode with Angel. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, did you tell us, Bachelor Party, was that the last one you watched, or is that this episode? That was the last one. So, that's where Doyle gets the vision, right? Yes. And then... Um now Angel comes here. Yes. And then this kind of concludes with another crossover, Angel episode. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is that the one you're talking about on the Angel Yes, portion? I <laughs> will remember. <laughs> you. Um so they said this on INDB two and I didn't actually check it, but it says Anya acts as if she's never met Angel before, but however she briefly met him technically during the right to send Vampire Willow back to the Wishverse. And yeah, I believe that is true. Yeah, I think so. Or he was at least like in the room. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, certainly. Um. Oh, also, there was. I'm not sure if we should. This is really a spoiler or not. Go ahead. It says in an early draft of the script, Spike was invited into Giles' apartment by Buffy, but that scene didn't actually make it into the uh, version that aired, um, and. Uh, this is before it is established in a later episode, "Real Me," that only an actual resident of the uh, apartment could invite him in. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure. So that's uh, that hadn't well, been like nailed down yet, I guess. Well, it's good that they didn't show it in the episode. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that you know they're uh, averse to playing fast and loose with vampire lore. Right. Come on, babe. We're playing fast and loose. <laughs> right, and that's it. Uh, This episode was written by Jane Espenson. I just have a couple little tidbits before we get started with the episode. Mm, First, um, I want you to guess the ranking uh, that this episode got from Métis in Space for uh, depiction of an indigenous culture. Uh, Their scale is one to five. Five is the worst. Four and a half the first host to give it a rating gave it a six. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Uh, Mm. also don't take our word for it. Listening to people. It actually affects, Mm. uh, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, drop some, you know, problematic bombs this episode Mm. and, uh, we'll let you know where they are in case you're not aware. (laughs) Um, also Jane Espenson, uh, this was one of the few episodes, like, one of the only episodes she did any research for, mm. which, you know, congratulations, white lady. Mm. <laughs> and, but uh, she only only had time to do, uh, like, a few days of research. She just, like, went to Santa Barbara and, like, went to a museum and uh, talked to some people. She did not mention in her interview anywhere that about talking to Shumash, but that's probably because she thought that they were... Wiped out, <laughs> and there didn't think there were any shumash, which there are. There are shumash around still. Oops. Oopsie. Also, this is an uh, idea that Joss Whedon had had for a long time. Uh, she quoted him as saying something like, uh, "He wanted to tell a story where everyone had to try to enjoy their Thanksgiving when there was a dead Native American man on the table." Yeah. So this is Joss Whedon's idea. I'm sure he was hoping uh, he was going to get props for being I uh, I don't know an anti-colonialist as well as being a feminist or whatever. Props to you, Mama. <laughs> mama. Uh, so yeah, just just a few little tidbits from that Jane Espenson in- interview. Go listen to Slayerfest '98. It's very interesting. Mm. All right, mm. Zach, do you want to give our disclaimer before we get started? I will. So it's time for us to move into the segment where we dive deep into this episode and share our thoughts, but don't worry. If you haven't seen the series, we shan't share any spoilers that happen beyond this point. You needn't be a fear. You needn't. We'll only be discussing up through this episode, though we will allude to future events with the cheekiest foreshadowing. Only the cheekiest. No. All right, no. so no. we start this... <laughs> yes? What notes, were you saying? Notes. notes. Why why you hate me. <laughs> And we start this episode with a previously on Buffy uh we are reminded that Riley uh, has been wanting to ask out Buffy and that he did not do it in the last episode but they're you know they're starting to get a little little flirtsy with each mm. other mm. uh we are reminded of Spike's implant and that Riley and Maggie Walsh are part of the initiative and that Riley's peculiar mm-hmm. <laughs> a so peculiar. Uh, The this beginning part of the episode is what Doyle sees in his vision in Angel in the last episode. And when I saw that, I was like, it looks like she's just beating up a guy. That's not like the danger in the next episode. And this is just her beating up this vampire. That's (laughs) all he sees. It's a very interesting choice for a vision for him to have. It's our classic Buffy-level misdirect where you see a guy wandering around and you're like, oh, no, he's going to be attacked. And then it's like, it's Buffy. (gasps) He's a vampire. Yes. (laughs) Very pale gentleman in huge clothes. (laughs) I'm guessing, uh, I mean, when Doyle has a vision, it's always important because he receives his visions from... uh, uh, the Powers That Be, mm. which we hear about a lot in Angel, who are like this cosmic force. Mm. And they send him his visions. So if he's getting a vision about Buffy, it's important. I don't understand why they sent him this particular vision, but it was enough for Angel to go. Because Angel's like, oh, these weird god people uh, need me to know about Buffy. Guess I gotta go to Sunnydale. It's enough of a sen- signal to be like, go see Buffy, but not enough to spoil anything that happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You, because if you couldn't show her fighting a bear. Yes, right, exactly. Um So she stakes the vampire after he's like, go back where you came from. Mm-hmm. Very subtle, Jane Espenson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, things were better before you came around. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this vampire is saying this. I guess things were better before she lived... Uh, at the college instead of at home yeah i wrote that too i was like is the college not part of the town she's lived in like are there pockets of or does the... he mean before she before she to came sunnydale to sunnydale period. yeah i guess that makes sense that makes way more sense <laughs> uh and before the scene ends we see angel in the bushes being so creepy mm-hmm <laughs> I expected a little bit more. Yeah, no, he is no. I wrote "Angel Creeps." Nothing new there. <laughs> I was, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot creepier than I remember. So then we get the intro and we cut to a construction site, and Willow, Buffy, and Anya are there. Uh, mm. Welcome back, Anya. Welcome back. <laughs> Her outfit is truly wild. I really enjoyed it. I no I liked it, but it was very it was wacky. Like the pants with their like there's like a harlequin pattern of various plaids Uh-huh. and I think maybe a couple there's like one or two zebra or cheetah or something in there too <laughs> It was wild. And uh, Buffy is being very subtle with her literal black cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Which I want to say I've heard at some point was Sarah Michelle Gellar's idea. Huh. I do know that Jane Espenson did not know she was going to be wearing that hat Uh-oh. and Jane Espenson was like, I think that makes the village people joke worse <laughs> <laughs> It's a little too on the nose right exactly yeah I was like uh <laughs> I just wrote Buffy wearing this cowboy hat not loving the symbolism of that right so uh in natural for-profit college fashion uh, they are building a cultural facility and taking up a bunch more space mm. <laughs> on and this the, site and the cultural facility is w- run by a white woman yes a white <laughs> woman and an- a white anthropologist professor lady and uh, also oh there <laughs> Um, Anya is ogling Xander yes. and saying very masculine and Buffy says Dean Guerrero or his wife and I'm yes. like wow rude yeah right Buffy way to be misogynist mm-hmm. uh, Anya's like uh, she's talking about Xander and his rippling muscles or whatever and she's like I'm imagining having sex with him right now <laughs> <laughs> I love it so- and they're like oh okay right uh, so uh, this anthropologist is talking about the melting pot, how it makes our culture stronger and mm-hmm. blue, 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 blue. And uh, while Buffy's clapping after this woman gives this speech, Will is like, that, what a load of horse hooey. <laughs> horse hooey. Yes. And she uh, gives this whole speech about uh, Thanksgiving being about one culture wiping out another and that they stop after they show you ha- them having dinner but they don't show you killing all the bison and Squanto taking a musket ball to the <laughs> stomach. And yeah. I was like, Willow very intense about this. Right. And Buffy's like, and you were channeling your mother just then, or something like that. And I think it's funny that we uh get a little shout out to I I have already forgotten her name. Willow's mom. Sheila? Sheila, yes, Sheila Rosenberg. We've we've uh <laughs> but we've gotten a call back to her. Mm-hmm. Where has she been? I don't know. But mm. so Willow's family doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, and Willow has feelings about it, uh, which you know we didn't see a lot of on '90s television. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, it was just you know your average happy look, happy go lucky, happy go lucky Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah, the so far we've only had murder on our Thanksgiving episodes. That's what we've had Thanksgiving episodes, sort of uh Ted happened like at Thanksgiving oh, time yeah, I we, forgot we yeah it was a rock on the turkey decorations <laughs> yes <laughs> uh so and ander xander starts to dig <laughs> again after so actually so the anthropologist professor like does this symbolic like first the golden shovel like yeah she just like scoops up a little bit she of dirt some sand from when part of the where she's standing to another part of where she's standing yes and Anya's like she's not rippling at all (laughs) she's so she's mad and then when Xander starts to dig she's like soon he'll be sweating I'm imagining having sex with him again (laughs) (laughs) that's when Buffy's like wow imaginary Xander is quite the machine (laughs) oh also I forgot to mention the uh uh, Anya's like, oh, it's a shame you can't have Thanksgiving, Buffy, because Buffy's mom is out of town with her aunt. And uh, Anya's like, I love a ritual sacrifice. Is it Aunt Arlene or Aunt Darlene? Darlene. I think it's okay. Darlene because I've seen it written as both things. Uh, well, I could be. I, it might be wrong. Then I was. I'm saying that because the subtitles said that when I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Anya's like. To commemorate a fat past event, you kill and kill and eat an animal. Huh. It's a ritual sacrifice with pie. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite quotes. Oh yeah, so good. I should have worked that in. So anyway, Xander falls through the ground, and he sees that he's in some sort of sunken building. Mm. I thought it looked really reminiscent of Oz's werewolf dungeon. Yeah, it kind of did. Like maybe just kind of retrofitted with the, the some possibly. Other stuff. I, it may not have been, but it looked like it to me. Right. Uh, so, we <laughs> what? I was laughing at my la- my notes because I was typing really fast and I wrote "Angle Creeps." <laughs> he's a weirdo. Angle does creep. He's in the woods and he what looks. What int- is he doing here? Yeah, he's looking above he his dorm, dorm window. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he doing here? <laughs> he don't belong here. So Buffy, we cut inside the room, and Buffy's looking out the window. Because I didn't mention earlier in the intro that after she staked that vampire, she stopped and she like got like a weird look on her face, and she's like, "What's going on?" Because she felt angel near her. Yeah, there's always this. She's always like looking right where he just was, or like, uh huh. Like there's this sh- exterior shot of their dorm, and then she's kind of like looking yeah, out the window. She's looking out the was. window as he looks into the dorm. Yeah. Willow still has her Dingo's poster. Yeah, I know. It's so cute. Willow. Willow. And we'll see later that she is still processing uh, the whole situation. Mm. Uh, so she gives some little exposition here. It's a lost mission that got buried in an earthca- earthquake mm, in 1812. <laughs> yeah, that that's the whole Xander fell into yes uh so and it was built over and she mentions the master i was like mm-hmm. the master she says it's like what happened in the 30s with the the church the master was And in. she says a line that i thought was interesting where she's like i wonder what else is right is there right under our feet hmm. I was like, yeah huh wonder i wonder what it could certainly not a facility uh with a tinfoil pool mm-hmm. <laughs> and definitely not other things and definitely nothing else either for sure. Buffy says it's mostly just sewers filled with demons. Yes. <laughs> that's, she's like, that's all I've found so far. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Buffy, you found several churches. like, uh, And you found that weird... Well, I don't even know what that pla- the, the pl- that part with, like, the little pool with, where that snake demon came out of and band candy. Mm. Like, what was that? <laughs> it was a part of the sewer. Yeah, clearly. But, like, what exactly, like, what purpose did it serve? Anyway. That's the pool room. Also, Buffy has a stuffed cow. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. cute. Uh, what and- happened to Mr. Gordo? I know. Where's Mr. Gordo? I think he's, he has already made his final appearance on the show. Exactly. Though he has been mentioned since. Yeah. Uh, Willa mentioned him in the last episode. Uh, so they're talking about all these people going home for Thanksgiving. And Buffy's jealous because they all get a family holiday just because they have families to go back to. Huh. <laughs> and Willow's like, yeah, it's a cruel irony or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Buffy has an idea. She's going to have her own Thanksgiving uh, and that's when Willow's mm. like, mm-hmm, I thought you agreed with me about Thanksgiving and that is a sham. <laughs> and Buffy's like, it is a sham, but it's a sham with yams. It's a yam sham. <laughs> Another thing Zach quotes all the time. Oh, yes. Uh, and Buffy brings up Professor Walsh. We can't go an episode without talking about Professor Walsh. Because mm. uh, she's like, oh, it's what, like what Walsh was saying about sense memory. I smell a roasting turkey and I'm eight years old. <laughs> And everything's different now, which is, it's like, oh, Buffy, no. just a little bit. <laughs> and then Willow's like, there could be slight yams. It's also like kind of harsh. Like her mom's just like, oh, I'm going to go visit your aunt. Bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, you can have Thanksgiving alone, can't you? We just needed a reason to not have Joyce in this episode. I right, guess. exactly. We needed Buffy to like have, if if Joyce was there for her to have Thanksgiving with, it would be like, oh, let's, well, I'm having my normal Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, why couldn't? Oh, I, I was about to ask why couldn't Buffy go with Joyce, but you know, Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buffy just assumes Giles doesn't have any plans, which is very funny to me. <laughs> And she's also like, Xander hates his family. Right. <laughs> and then she makes this line at the end of the scene, like, isn't that the whole point of Thanksgiving? Everybody has a place to go. Wait, and wait, then, wait. But wait, you oh. forgot about Willow being like, we could not invite Anya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to invite Anya. And then she's like, uh, I think her and Xander are kind of serious. Right. Like, Willow says, <laughs> grumble, grumble. And th- which is, I mean, we've seen Willow and Anya before in the same episodes, but this is the first time she's been like, so openly like annoyed <laughs> with her, yes. yeah, and I think it's so funny that because it makes sense because right. <laughs> because of Doppelgang Land. yes, they have this ongoing well, animosity this, like, toward each yeah. other. Yes, <laughs> so that's when Buffy's like, "That's the whole point. Everyone has a place to go," and then and then. We have Spike wandering in the desert. And, and the oldest, rattiest... Wait, no, he doesn't have the blanket yet, does he? Yeah. No, he does. He does. He is wrapped yeah, the, up in it. The oldest, rattiest blanket he could find. out yeah, with the most holes. Yes. And uh, I couldn't figure out what this instrument is playing in this scene. I meant to have you listen and tell me, but... Yeah, I know. I definitely heard some didgeridoo in this episode, and I was like, that should not... That, I, I that's kind of like one of the go-to indigenous people instruments that they use in scores, and I'm like, that's an Australian mm. instrument. <laughs> that's that's from Australia. Yeah, I this to me it sounded like I was like it sounded sort of like a double reed, maybe or maybe it almost sort of sounded too like a shofar a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It, your your basic uh, Native American flutey type. It did like uh, a instrument. It did kind of a gliss thing though that I don't think. Those in Sh- show far, yeah, I, I have no could. idea what it was, I don't know anyway, I yeah, I was trying to figure out that out the whole time, and I couldn't quite place it. <laughs> uh and then, um, we hear of Briley Forrest and Graham talking, and oh spike spike longingly looks in that crack in a window while vampires eat a person, yes, and is it's that really in funny because it's like four. Uh oh is it not I don't think oh he's just oh scene. that's right he's wandering around that hasn't happened yet Yeah Ryle, well, this one is more about Riley Forrest and Graham talking yeah. about how oh the vampire's neutered it can't hurt anything and Riley's like I don't get to leave for Thanksgiving to Wednesday night <laughs> <laughs> Mm. And they fi- they actually, uh, I was kind of happy for this scene because they actually make it clear that the reason he's dangerous to the initiative is because he knows about them. Right. Which I didn't really wrap my head around in the last episode when Maggie Walsh was like, the initiative itself could end tonight or whatever. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, then he... <laughs> They have this whole thing where he like wants to do it the professor's way or whatever and then forces like boy <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he's like, That's a nasty cough. Might have to spend the weekend in quarantine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and he's like, Nope, all better. <laughs> or, something uh, like that. or I'm yes. done coughing, that's what he says. Yes, yeah, very funny. Uh interesting that uh his friends are uh you know, equating Maggie Walsh with Riley's mother. Mhm mhm very interesting indeed. Mother. We then cut to Xander putting on socks. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're watching Xander put on socks. Anya's telling him that his head is moist. Yes, uh, she comes in and she's like, "What are you what's going on? You're supposed to be digging." Mm. And he uh is like he's just slow because he's sick and she's like you cannot go to work today. I inflicted a lot of putrefying diseases when I was a vengeance demon and you look like you have all of them. <laughs> he says she says you're pasty and wet and disgusting. They could dig without you. <laughs> I love it. Uh and he's like you could you could catch it and she says we could die together. It'll be romantic. Help me get your trousers off. Yes she starts to just take off his pants and he says you're such a strange girlfriend, or something like that. And she's like, <gasps> she kind of like freezes up. Girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, there's a chance I'm delirious. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Xander. Grow some nuts. Jesus, what is wrong with you? Uh, oh, a sorry. lot of things are wrong with him right now, particularly. <laughs> but I was like, Jesus, you can't even like let, throw this girl a bone, please. Mm-hmm. Nickname, paddywhack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, give a vengeance demon and a bone. <laughs> this scene next scene I called let the yikes begin. Oh yes, we <laughs> are beginning the yikes. We see the underground mission. I was like should we bring back the yikes counter? Uh, I was thinking that too. And we see some spooky green smoke with some pan flute native music. Oh uh, yep, that that's the that's the big the big one. Nothing says indigenous like pan flute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nothing like that Greek instrument. <laughs> 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 so there's this anthropology professor we saw earlier and she's talking to someone on the phone the green smoke comes into her office and it co- like envelops one of their her artifacts which is uh, a stone knife from the early 1800s which metis in space pointed out is kind of ridiculous because <laughs> that's really late to be making stone knives right um and it materializes into an indi- throat slice i was like here we go uh, one thing Metis in space did say in the episode to the episode's credit is that he looks like he is weir- not just wearing like buckskin and feathers, mm. which is, you know, a low bar, <laughs> right? Uh so we cut back from the break and now they've got they immediately are now investigating this site. I was like, Okay, chop chop episode. Mm-hmm. Let's uh do some investigating. We don't have time for the whole oh, it's probably not a demon. <laughs> right. And oh Willow, can you hack into the coroner's office? Right. We know she can do that by now. So she just starts talking about it. Yep. And then uh they're they're looking around and they n- mention that she's been missing an ear. Uh-huh. And uh, Willow says there are a lot of great spells that work better with an ear in the mix. And (laughs) Buffy's like, fun hobby you've got yourself there, Will. Or something like that. And she's like, ooh, or it's a demon making another demon out of ears. Oh, yes. And then she suggests maybe it's self inflicted. And Buffy's like, so she dumped her own body? And Willow's Willow's just like, I'm off my game. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yep. And then. we are debriefing Giles. After Buffy notices the missing knife. In the kitchen. Yes. Right, 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 right. And uh, then Well, <laughs> she's right now she's debriefing him on okay. her grocery store she trip. She's going to have to use slayer moves on this lady who is hoarding the pumpkin pie filling. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, Buffy, you're the one shopping for Thanksgiving food the day before. Like, mm. have a little grace. She also had like three boxes of stuffing mix. And I was like, damn. How much stuffing you making, girl? A whole bunch. I would eat three boxes of stuffing on my own. I mean, we use more than three boxes of stuffing mixed with the stuff to make our stuffing. But oh, so you're gonna you're gonna, but, gonna but judge Buffy for it, but not for not us. Yes, you're gonna but you're gonna but you're gonna judge. But we don't use. I mean, but the stuff doesn't come from the box. True, true. So <laughs> she tells Giles about the knife, and uh, he's like, "Oh yes, those people were indigenous to this whole area, which is like the one thing that this." like the one true fact that this episode has about mm-hmm. anything <laughs> i mean i guess there are true facts about the atrocities that willow brings in but right. like it's like uh, all you really know about the Shumush people from after watching this episode is that they were indigenous here like so that that's the only like fact that they say in the episode mm. about these people and they gave xander's penis diseases well, that's not a fact of a real fact about. <laughs> I know. They didn't do that in I real know, life. That's I'm what kidding. I was talking about. Zach. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that. Yes. So uh, Giles says, "Oh, maybe the knife was just a convenient choice of weapon," and she's like, "No, there were big scissors there too." Right. Which is was very funny to me. They were very comically huge scissors. I didn't even notice them. Yeah, she like kind of picks them up while she's talking on the phone uh anyway the the professor yes yes uh and then she's like slams the couch, She's like do you even have a turkey pan <laughs> yes and then he's like the first of all i want to say the dialogue in this whole episode is like a play it is so it, good it makes me think of like just like a wild farce play kind of thing oh yeah i absolutely. Could see you could do this episode like on stage uh-huh yes uh and yeah so anyway um then she explains that if he wants to get by in American society, he has to follow their traditions. Yes. And that he has, he's the patriarch, so he has to host it. Which is not, uh, as far as I know, is not an American tradition. Right. And then he's like, this isn't an elaborate scheme to stick me with the cleanup. And she's like, how about that ceremonial knife huh, <laughs> that's given me the uh, birdcage? How about those dolphins? Yes. <laughs> how do you think I feel? Betrayed? Bewildered? Yes. <laughs> Wrong response. But more birdcage references. Actually, I don't know. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> For now. Uh, so, Jaws is like, I'll look into the Shumash people and see if this ear removal is significant. And Buffy, like, gets another pang uh. from Angel. She's like, What's going on? And then she starts to leave. pang Pangel? Yes. <laughs> 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 You said that's Pangjul. Pangjul. I just I just needed to make sure it was clear. So she starts to leave. She tells it Giles like a pill. Yes. Ask your doctor about once monthly Pangjul. <laughs> yes. Uh, she tells Giles not to eat any of the food and she leaves. Yeah. <laughs> He's like I'll try not to eat uncooked potatoes and cranberries. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> so funny. And then he starts to talk to Angel. Angel was in the apartment. Dun, That's why she got dun, her pang <laughs> And And uh, he's like, so Giles is like, so what do you think? Uh, and uh, they start to talk about what's going on. He's like, oh, I can't just watch. And Giles very reasonably is like, hey, it's not your job to keep her safe. But then Angel is like, it's not yours either. Are you just going to walk away? And it's like, okay, Angel, that's a lot. Also, Giles... Walk away, Giles. Giles has tried to walk away this season. Mm -hmm. And then he couldn't do it and ended up showing up after they finished everything. Uh, And Giles is like, he's saying how he thinks they should tell Buffy that Angel is here. And Angel insists that it would distract her or get her hurt or something. And uh, so they talk some more about what's going on with whoever's doing this stuff. Angel conveniently has a contact that would know something. Yes, Father Gabriel, whose family dates back to mission time. So mm. g- good for you, Angel. Just coming in with your... He just kind of knows stuff when it's convenient. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I happen to... He's like, yeah, there's this one book that uh, has the secret we need in it, but it's been lost for centuries. Like, oh, I have that. Or like he, d- he heard the family name of the people who had the Glove of Minigan and just found it immediately. Right. <laughs> so um, Giles is like, this isn't fair. And she'd say that too. And Angel's like, I'm not getting the good half of this deal. Being on the outside, looking in at what I can. not I've forgotten how bad that feels. And I was like, course, is he talking about when he was stalking Buffy as a 15 yes, year old? That is exactly what he's referring to. What a creepazoid. We saw in Becoming. Uh huh. Is that part one or two? Part two. Wait, no, it was part one. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. We then cut to. This is when we cut to Spike watching the vampires having their own Thanksgiving dinner, eating mm. the person. And he's like in his little ratty blanket. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty worse for wear. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because it's like. The vampires are showing this other vampire how to eat a human. And <laughs> yes. This one guy is like eating it, and he's like the other guy's like patting him on the shoulder. <laughs> yes, like this is very funny. <laughs> anyway, um, then Buffy and Willow are talking about whipped cream. She's like, "You have to whip it yourself."
1: Yes. And then,
0: uh, because Willow's like, Giles has whipped cream in his fridge already. Right. Yes. And then Buffy or Angel's like. Hey, then later we can churn our own butter and make sweaters out of sheep. That, that was Willow, not Angel. Oh, <laughs> did I say Angel? You did say Angel. Whoops. Yeah, Willow says that. And uh-huh. then uh, Buffy's like, okay, I'm being a lie. I get it. But she has, thing. Yeah, she just wants to get the whipped cream. And then she has an appointment with the priest. Mm. That's when Riley flags them down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my goodness, I didn't see you. Where did you come from? And he's like, oh, just down on. the street in a couple blocks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you certainly weren't wearing military gear five seconds ago. You think you get that face pound off that fast? Uh, I, mean, I, I don't I mean, I don't understand the point of her being like, I didn't see you. And him being like, oh, I was over there in a oh, couple blocks like that. I thought it was like the interest He's saying, I was across oh, the street a Oh, like he saw and a Buffy, and he's like, down. oh, I had to run to see her. Yes. Gotcha. Well, maybe that's it. I'm pretty sure that's what's going on there. And uh, so Willow kind of feels the third wheeliness of this moment. She's like, oh, look, they're selling coffee Well, in the coffee not shop. in a bad way, though. Yum. Yeah, she's, she's like, like getting giddy out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, then Angel grabs her while she's in the coffee shop. She's like, you're evil again. She's got her- his hand over her mouth. She's like evil you're all evil again <laughs> yes it's and he's so like funny. i'm not evil i'm here to help puffy <laughs> yes also it's kind of weird that nobody noticed this man just grabbed this person in this crowded place here. right exactly uh, there's so many people and uh anyway he's like if she sees me it'll be worse and she's like see i don't get that yeah <laughs> she gives it like, like this whole spiel it's really funny because the scoobies are like everybody's inner monologue of like that's bullshit oh right exactly (laughs) i I don't get this leaving for own good crap and And, but willow's it's amplified for willow because of the oz thing yeah she kind of starts going off on him and he's like willow and she's like sorry my stuff she also asks she's like is cordelia really working for you of all the people you could hire (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like wow not being catty to cordelia and she's not even here never change you know (laughs) <laughs> uh Cordelia has been a really good employee for him Willow. I think you would be proud of her. Uh. Mm-hmm. And uh then <laughs> and then he says I don't have time for personal stuff. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Very funny. Uh, good shit. And then we cut to Buffy and Riley talking, and she invites him to Thanksgiving, but he's leaving tonight. And he tells her all about his homestead in Iowa, Iowa. which when he mentions that's where he's from, she's like, "Oh, one of the ones in the middle." And I was <laughs> like, oh, "Okay, California girl, mm-hmm. one of the ones in the middle, mm. <laughs> flyover state." I was like, "Wow, Buffy." <laughs> <laughs> rude just because you live in a state that doesn't suck ass that's rude <laughs> that doesn't give you the right to make fun of us yeah that's our job uh and they're like we're not from Iowa though yes <laughs> Arkansas worse yes 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 and Riley's like you know what's it what is it that they say home's the place that when you have to go there and they Buffy have finishes. to take you And oh yeah. he also said he lived he lives in a Grant Wood painting or whatever. And she's yes. like, I would agree if I knew who that was. <laughs> yes. Do you know who that is? I don't. I had to look it up but because uh, I was like, I know that name. It's the guy that did American Gothic. Oh, American Gothic. Yeah, if you don't know what American Gothic is, it's that painting of like an old farming couple. And like the guy's got the pitchfork and his wife is standing next <laughs> to him. They're serious. They're very serious looking. It kind of looks like they're standing in front of a church yeah you've probably seen a parody of it like 10 million times like if you watch uh, if you've watched Rocky Horror Picture Show yes yes that one (laughs) that's Uh, one of them but yeah anyway he painted a lot of uh, series about farmers and farming and things like that yes So that's Grant Wood. You're welcome. (laughs) Our little Grant Wood deep dive. Mm -hmm. So when they say that they have to take you in line, it immediately cuts to Harmony saying, Get out! To Spike. (laughs) Because Spike is there in her lair. And she looks so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's got this like cropped turtleneck with no sleeves that looks Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic. And, but her hair is also in like a million little ponytails. Well, she's been doing very elaborate ha- hair. I mean, if you got to think about it, she's a vampire now, right? So so she has all the time in the world. She has to, all the time to these to to elaborate hairstyles. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's a lot of ponytails. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, I've been reading and I'm in control of my power. Yeah, so she's been reading like self-help books or whatever. But he manages to seduce her and like gets her on the bed. And he's like, I knew you'd welcome me back with open Um, Mm arms and i was like ew and then she's like no i'm powerful i'm beautiful and i I don't need you to to complete complete me me and you're You're mean (laughs) mean. (laughs) and she she picks up a steak out of the bed and he's like you had that in your bed are you crazy (laughs) and then she's like you did it to me remember yes uh, and then uh, oh, I love Harmony so much. She's like about to stake him, and then he's uh, like, "Can I have someone, someone to eat? eat?" And she kicks him out. Yes, go Harmony! Yes, <laughs> kick that man out, bitch. Yeah, he was. He a sucks. Shit. Anyway, um. <laughs> Then we cut to Buffy at the church looking for Father Gabriel, and it turns out he's just hanging out. He's just hanging out. Oh, Zachary! Mm. Oh, uh, so and she sees uh, the spirit cutting off his ear, and that's when uh, she and the spirit, which we don't know is a spirit yet, uh, she and him start to fight. He calls himself Hoos. He says, mm-hmm. "I am vengeance. I am my people's cry." Mm-hmm. <laughs> very uh very Mm. interesting delivery there right uh he's the avenging spirit sent to carve out justice Mm -hmm. and uh she's like she kind of gets him into like a hold or something and he's like Uh you slaughtered my people and now you kill their spirit this This is is a great great day day for you you. and she kind of is like (gasps) wait what (laughs) <laughs> and then he turns into a bunch of crows and flies away. Uh, animal transformation number one. Oh yeah, the um, what's it called? The magical native. Yes. Or so whatever, trope. Uh, 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 yes, yes. So we got our one of our big racist tropes here, which is yeah. Native Americans turning into animals and having like nature magic and being like in touch with the spirits. Yeah, the whole like uh nature and all that shit. It's kind of like in uh in was it th- it was in the pack where they were talking about that african tribe who turned mm. into hyenas or whatever mm-hmm. yeah so you know that that the fun thing the fun thing where where indigenous people turn into animals yep they do that cuz of their magic uh huh their magic cuz they're different from us mm. so <laughs> we cut to giles in his apartment with buffy now he's pretty sure they're dealing with a spirit he says it's really common for indian spirits to change into animal form and i wrote i wrote wrote rolls eyes in my notes (laughs) i wrote wrote yeesh in my notes yikes Yikes. Uh, i'm not gonna actually count the yikes but there's a lot right and buffy's like well it's not uncommon for me to freeze or excuse me it's not common for me to freeze up like that and we say native american which is funny because she did not earlier
1: yeah exactly earlier in the episode now now that that willow has given her
0: little spiel i thought now that he's kind of called her out. oh yeah yeah the the spirit was like you're gonna murder me And she's like, feels weird about it. And now she's like, I have to say Native American. Yeah. So, and he says he's still trying not to refer to uh, you lot as bloody colonials. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, like, it's weird to me that British, uh, British, that Giles is turning into this, like, British, like, colonizer apologist, like, I wish the Revolutionary War hadn't happened kind of person. (laughs) It's so strange. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... (laughs) I really like this little speech that Buffy does too. She's cause she's, this is the kind of conceit of the episode where she's like, I like my evil. Like I like my men. Evil. Evil. (laughs) Straight up black hat tied to the railroad track. Soon my electro ray will destroy metropolis. Bad. Not all mixed up with guilt of the destruction of an indigenous culture. Yes. And that's when Giles tries to make a point to her about how he's killed innocent people. And then she's like, how could someone not have a ricer? And he's like, what do you mean? And, And she's like, well, do you have one at home? And she's like, "I don't know. It's a ricer." <laughs> yes, very funny. And he's like, I, "I guess we'll mash the potatoes with forks, much, much like, like the, the pilgrims, pilgrims must have." Must have. Did you catch that part about innocent people? Yes. <laughs> uh, she wants to stop him in a non-slaggy way, and that's mm-hmm. when Willow shows up with a giant stack of books and two boxes of frozen peas. And she's, and like, she's like, "I got the full poop on the shoe Indians." I know. Oh, it's too funny because she walks in too, and she's like, "Peas, peas." And Buffy only takes the peas and leaves Willow with with this this giant stack stack of books. books. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, And Jazz is like, I like mushy peas because uh, Buffy's like, they're frozen. They're going to be mushy. Which I know that mushy peas is like a whole other even like. Yeah, I just saw on Roll for Sandwich on TikTok that he put like a can of mushy peas on one of his sandwich. And it's like a British thing. Yeah, well, it's not even that like they're cooked differently. They're like actually left on the vine longer. And like there's this whole thing about it. I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's elaborate. (laughs) very <laughs> i was just assumed it was peas that got smushed yeah me too <laughs> but yeah um oh and they have that joke about the atrocities did we say that yeah like, well so fresh, willow's like yeah i got all f- fresh ones yes atrocities no peas yeah and she's talking about all the terrible things that were done to the shoemush people and i'm like well, i don't mm-hmm. know if we need it in that much detail willow but thank you uh also i believe at some point while she's saying this Uh, she uses the word exterminated again Mm. or something like that. Like, you know, again, it's not, it's not even just the Shumash people. It feels like sometimes it seems like the episode is acting as though indigenous people no longer exist. Right. Like especially like a lot of Willow stuff. It's like all this stuff happened in the past and this is what we did to wipe them out. And now they're gone. Well, I mean, and Spike says it too. Yeah, exactly. Later on. Anyway, uh Willow's like, shouldn't we help him? And then Chaz is like, No, I think perhaps we won't help the angry spirit spirit with its rape and pillage and murder. Yikes uh, <laughs> So yeah, um we get this is where we really get the uh the white tears liberal arguing with the colonist, colonial colonial mm. colonist apologizer. <laughs> uh-huh uh and they just keep having these arguments and at one point she's like uh you just want to slay the demon and go la 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 (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you want to help i think you just want to go la 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 uh does she mention the ears during her tirade? yeah she does about them they get their ears cut off as like punishment for stealing things And so uh, she calls him... She's like, okay, unfeeling guy. And Buffy is very uncomfortable during this whole thing. She's like, I have to baste. (laughs) She runs away. (laughs) Which, for some reason, to me, sounds weirdly sexual. (laughs) And then while she's gone basting, uh, they're talking about... Giles and Willow are talking about Angel. Uh Uh-huh. And then she's like... he he realizes that she ran into him, he's like, That's not terribly stealthy of him. She and she <laughs> thinks he's lost his edge. <laughs> uh, and then Giles says something about like, I think we all need to keep a level head in this, and she's like, And I happen to think mine is the level head and yours is the one thing. Things would, would roll, roll off, off of. Yes. And that's when Xander that and Anya hilarious. arrive. He and everyone's like, Wow, you look like shit. But Buffy's mm-hmm. like, You didn't bring <laughs> rolls. <laughs> <laughs> she's so obsessed with this dinner. It's I so know, funny. it's hilarious. Uh we cut and she never eats. Yes. <laughs> uh we cut to a uh like a museum or cultural center or something. I don't know where where exactly this is, but mm-hmm. who's breaks into a case that contains a bunch of shumash artifacts, including weapons. Weapons. So he grabs a bunch of weapons. There is Okay, I enjoy watching this episode. I did not enjoy taking notes on this episode. There is so much fucking talking. They do not shut up in this episode. <laughs> it is so it's like typing t- I I paraphrased so many things and still have these like gigantic paragraphs of notes for a single oh scene. Oh my god. I know I the, it's cuz like most of the lines are gold. Yes. They're there's so, good. so many there's, good one-liners. There's some pretty there's still some but there's uh, there's some pretty good shit. They're talking about
1: Back Xander's laying apartment. down
0: and mm-hmm. they're talking about the various diseases and he's like, various? Yes, and she, she's like, malaria. Smallpox. Smallpox. And he's like, I was, was going to say, say smallpox. smallpox. And then she gets she's to like, syphilis and he's like, 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 syphilis, whatever. And <laughs> he's like, syphilis. And I was like, Definitely, the dangerous, the more dangerous ones are malaria and smallpox. Right. First of all, but you know, syphilis. We can't have an STI. You know, how how I know, my manhood, my penis. And then- this is he. His penis is literally bruised this time. Mm. <laughs> it's got diseases from the shumash master. And Anya's like the syphilis uh will won't kill you. It'll make you blind and insane, but it won't kill you. And I'm like, syphilis <laughs> will kill you. ask any composer from the eighteenth century. <laughs> I mean, as long as you but you know, we have treatment for it now. Right. Yes, it's uh you just gotta you just gotta pop some uh needle in your butt and it goes away. Just gotta pop a needle in your you butt. Just gotta pop that needle in your butt. I've had that needle in my butt before. Oh, you had syphilis before? I had syphilis once. Wait, for real? Yes, for real. <laughs> you're not kidding? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Holy shit, you never told me it that. It was one time. That's crazy. I was like 20 years old or something. Whoa, come on, syphilis. Yes. It's not that crazy. It's probably one of the more common ones. Yeah. I just never, I never like heard of somebody actually getting it before. I always think of it as I like, was surprised too. I was like, <gasps> what? You're like, next you're going to tell me I have the consumption. <laughs> it's really easy to get rid of. All right, look at that. Kyle out there living his life, girl. Girl, now anyway, um, I can't remember what he says. Giles says something snarky, and then, um, <laughs> I think Buffy's like sarcasm accomplishes nothing, Giles, and he says it's sort of an end in itself. <laughs> yes, a uh, Willow starts reading like my entire life right willow starts she thinks she's reading ingredients for a potion well i i'm very confused as to how this happens because she just seems to be like it it's not first of all it's not ingredients for a potion because she's like sage salt onion it's the stuffing Mm -hmm. and then i'm like how did she accidentally read a stuffing recipe instead of a potion recipe why is she reading this recipe in the first place if it because it's not like there's a description above it that says potion to bind a spirit Maybe or something. Maybe there was a piece of paper folded up in there and she thought it was a potion because it was <laughs> ingredients. But what would she have thought the potion was for is why, my question. For curing the syphilis. But it's not like she saw like potion that cures syphilis at the top of it or something. Why is she reading the ingredients to a random potion? That she doesn't know the effects of. It, I don't know. Anyway, I, d- anyway I was just... a to the chapter on mystical syphilis. I just wanted to know why she read this aloud. It is still very funny. But yeah, and then, because uh, of the joke, that's why. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, he's like, what? So he just rises up and infer- infects the first guy he sees? That's no fair. <laughs> and Josh is like, you did disturb him. But Willow says, what, what? you've never woken up cranky? <laughs> yes, very funny. Buffy's very nervously whisking something. Yes, yeah, she's very is, quickly I guess in some kind of pie. I, get, I don't know. It needs condensed milk. She, At she, first, I thought it was w- the whipped cream. Everybody's arguing, and she's like, this is no good. Yes. <laughs> it needs more condensed milk. And then uh-huh. she runs into the fridge, into the kitchen. And, <laughs> and Charles is like, are you sure the solution is pie? <laughs> Xander's in real danger. <laughs> and then you hear a knock, and she opens the door, and there's nobody there. And, and then Spike, Spike just pops up. Like, Spike, that's not how you try to get someone to not he's, hit you. He's like, help me. And she just, like, pushes him back very casually. And, and he, Okay, it is. This is probably the most egregious sunlight thing that's happened so far, right? Because he's in this ratty, like, holy blanket and, like, b- basically in direct sun. Like, his face is exposed to the sunlight, right? And he is not, like, remember when he woke up in, uh, Lovers Walk and immediately burst into flames? Yeah, because a little patch of it hit his hand. Yeah, so very fast yeah. and loose here. Oh yeah, it's for hilarious. One sure. also to me, it's like, okay, so. They have to be hit by a ray of unobstructed sunlight, I guess. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't... Like, the light that's bouncing off of other objects and illuminating them doesn't matter, I guess. And, yeah. And if it's only sunlight that's, like, spilling out from other sunlight... Like, if it's... Like in like in uh, What's My Line Part 2 with Angel, mm-hmm. when the sunlight was coming through that window... And oh, he's yeah. like, oh, and he was all sweaty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, by this logic, he would have been totes fine. Right. Well, uh, but he would have been very sweaty and weak. Sure. Which he sort of is, he but is I sweaty. think that's from not eating. Um, But, yeah. um, <laughs> He's like, what part of help me, don't you understand? I love when he, he well, she's like, the part where I help you. And I love him He says, I'm parboiling out <laughs> here. <laughs> And then Giles hands her casually hands her a steak over the shoulder. And she's like, you want me to make it quicker? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Willow explains everything that happened. But first, she just no, says, He said you were going to kill me. He's and like, Buffy. He's like, invite me in. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the way she says no is so funny. Yes. <laughs> and then Giles is like, fairly unlikely. Uh huh. So Willow then explains everything for real. And he's like, Spike's had a trip to the vet. And now he doesn't chase the other puppies <laughs> anymore. That joke is so funny, too. Because he's like, Willow, tell him what I said. Yes. And then he's like, you said you were going to kill me and then Buffy. Yes. And then he's like, yeah, bad. But skip to the other part. He's like, I can't <laughs> even hit people. And Buffy says, so you haven't murdered anybody lately? Let's, Let's be, be best, best pals. pals. <laughs> I love. Uh, how about the not as much a jerk if he's c- as you could have been award? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're like, what have you got to be afraid of? Because uh, he's, uh, Sorry. He offers up some info about the initiative to them, and uh, someone asks, "What have you got to be afraid of?" I don't remember. (laughs) I think he asks them. Okay, good, good, good. Because he's supposed to not be injured or not be able to hurt them. And then we get cringy ritual stuff. Yep. Uh, so who summons some more Shumash spirits with the weapons in the mission? With some Native American sounding words. Yes, and thus uh, more green smoke turns into a bunch of white guys in war paint. Yes, Who's <laughs> himself does uh, appear to be indigenous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of them are almost certainly stunt doubles. I'm. Yeah, I'm just making a pretty broad assumption that probably none of them are because. They They have their their faces heavily painted, And you never really see them up close. Right, exactly. You barely see them at all. Uh, So we cut back to the apartment. Buffy has tied Spike to the chair. And he's like, you're cutting off my circulation. She's like, you don't have any circulation. (laughs) He's like, well, it pinches. (laughs) And he says he feels mistreated. (laughs) And he's too hungry to remember everything right now. And she kind of like slaps slaps his face. like, then sit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, she gives Anya some instructions about some food with brandy and he's like, I wouldn't say no to a brandy. Yes. Giles is wondering why these particular victims and they're like, Hmm, they're authority figures. Mm-hmm. So Buffy brings up the dean and how they should warn them. And she's like, Willow, is there any info on a non judgmental way to kill him? <laughs> <laughs> and uh right and then willow's like no and is she's like holding her bo- clutching her books like, this is not a western uh, we're not at fort giles with the cavalry coming which is foreshadowing yes because that's about it's to that be cavalry exactly what, what did i say cavalry? yes i can't those two words are the same word to me and i know they're not and they wait wait things. wait that's a jane espenson said that allison hannigan had a problem with that word too it was a really hard for her to say cavalry and not calvary yeah because they're weird very similar words uh, yeah when i was uh when i was in my being forced to go to church phase i uh, uh i was like whenever they would say cavalry, i was like are they talking about cavalry or is that a different word it's a different word it is a different word <laughs> they're just anyway, very similar the the cavalry oh i wrote cavalry in my notes that's why i said it <laughs> cavalry that'll get you bunch of cavils anyway Um, they continue to talk about how they should take care of the spirit and spike's like i i can't handle this mamby pamby boohoo about the bloody indians i really love the joke of that she's like buffy's like you know how bad i feel about this it's eating me up a quarter cup of brandy and let it simmer yes (laughs) but even though it's hard we have to end this uh, and Spike gives his whole philosophy, which is you won, you killed them, you took their land. That's what conquering nations do. Yeah. You Had superior weapons and you slaughtered them. And then he's like, You think Caesar went around being like, I came, I conquered? I felt really bad about it. <laughs> uh and Giles is agreeing with Spike, which you know is not a good not a good look for you, Giles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, and Buffy's like, well, the Spaniards actually did a lot of, not that I don't like Spaniards. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. You cannot like mm-hmm. Spaniards, Buffy. They're colonizers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is just one of the problems with this episode. We should hate Spaniards more. And then I think it's, uh, maybe Willow says, we don't want to fight anyone. And Buffy's like, we just want to have Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the, that's the whole conceit and then <laughs> and then Charles or Spike is like you exterminated his race what could you possibly say that would make him feel better right uh, uh, that, there it is again the and, exterminated and then Xander is on his side yeah yeah now Xander's like, like, maybe on his it's side. the syphilis talking but that made some sense so Z- Xander and Spike are agreeing <laughs> about something just <laughs> like I made a lot of these points earlier, but no, it's fine. Yes. (laughs) So we have these three white men just talking about how we should just kill him. Giles is so sassy in this episode. He is. He's incredibly sassy. He, we, we get a lot of the, uh, post firing sassy Giles. Mm -hmm. And then they decide somebody has to go warn the Dean. Uh, and then Xander's going to go with them. It's going to be Xander, Willow and Anya. And, uh, spike's like leave him he looks like he's about to drop dead and i think i can eat somebody if they're already dead yes (laughs) very funny and they leave and buffy's like hurry dinner's in an hour (laughs) yes (laughs) so she just wants to get this this thing with the indigenous man over with so she can have her nice thanksgiving Mm. Mm. (laughs) Uh, go on white lady we're rooting for you (laughs) right (laughs) so um As soon as, uh, like, basically as soon as they leave, it cuts, and uh, she's, like, getting stuff ready for dinner, and an arrow comes through the window, and well, that's after she's like, we're gonna have a, I'm not gonna listen to you whine all through dinner, Spike, we're gonna have a nice, quiet, civilized, and And that's when the arrow comes in. Like, oh, civilized, oh, no. Yep, civilized. Ooh. It's going to be civilized. Ooh. We're not going to have all these uncivilized indigenous people at my Thanksgiving. yikes a yikes so, Oh, and this is after T-Gile, Or Spike is like, you know what happens to vampires who don't eat? And then Jazz's uh, like, I always wanted that, actually. man. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Uh, maybe that's how the master got a skeleton when other vampires don't seem to have one when they poop he just at one point didn't have enough blood and grew a skeleton Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) sure (laughs) it's because of his mastery uh, right so we cut to willow xander and oh, wait before that though oh. buffy is like listen maybe oh, yeah. I wasn't clear before about how terrible we all feel and she's like you can have casinos <laughs> now. now and i was like no buffy and then he gets hit by spike gets hit by an arrow and he's like hey watch the Hot and then um that's when we cut back to xander willow and anya oh and uh i wanted to so this is where they re- they're about to run into um angel angel and um Hold on, let's do this first. So yeah <laughs> They're like, I think he thought we were crazy. And it, he, Sandra's like, Maybe it's because Anya started with uh everyone got both their ears. And then she's like, I like his wife. He ga- she gave me pie. <laughs> she's carrying a piece of pie yes. on a paper plate. How did Anya how was it I bet Anya asked for the pie. Mm-hmm. That's something I I bet that's something she would do. Like they go in, she's like, Anyone everyone got all their ears? Ooh, pie. A- and they're like yeah, she's like, Can I have some of that pie? <laughs> She probably asked for it. And then Angel just shows up and uh, she's like, so this is Angel. He is large and glowery, isn't he? Yes. And then Sandra's like, he's evil again. And Angel's <laughs> like, why does everyone think I'm evil again? That is so funny. It, that, that running bit of this episode two is hilarious. And he's like, I'm not evil again. Why does everybody think that? And, and this then, is where Angel clarifies to them that, uh, to, who's uh, is a warrior. So if he's looking for a leader, that means the strongest fighter. Oh, and, uh, Guerrero is a Spanish surname that means warrior. Oh, interesting. Fun fact. Huh. That's Dean Guerrero's house. It, it even had a yes. sign that said Dean Guerrero <laughs> at his house. Uh, Uh, So, yeah, he's looking for the leader who naturally, to his indigenous man brain, is the strongest warrior. Mm. That's how that works. Oh, and (laughs) Angel's very hurt still. He's like, I haven't been evil for a long time. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Uh, so Angel explains to them that he has formed a raiding party with these weapons and he cuts some bike locks so that they can bike back to Giles. <laughs> that was so random. It's but so, then it's, to, where but it, did he get this thing? He was, he's using like a tool to cut them, right? I don't know, man. It looks like it. I thought he just ripped them apart with vampire strength, but maybe not. Anyway, I <laughs> I know why it's there. It's He's like, there are some bikes over there. It's, it's there so because funny. they're the cavalry. and that's Yes, the exactly. Shot. Anyway, um so uh then we cut to giles's house and there's arrows flying everywhere and giles answers the phone and he's like hello yes yes we're aware of that yes we're under siege now actually thank you (laughs) and buffy says who is that he says says, that's a someone (laughs) yes uh so spike has more arrows in him now which Mm -hmm. is a very funny visual i love it and buffy gets hit in the arm reaching for uh the The weapon's weapon's <laughs> and spike is like okay I, I i've changed my mind about apologizing i'll do it for you i'm sorry <laughs> she's like shut up spike <laughs> and then they're like it's too many we need help and then there's this epic music in the background and it's them it's like western these music yeah. yeah they're the cavalry Which coming is, to Fort Giles. it's so interesting to me that you you're like okay let's do this episode and let's tell the truth about what happened to the indigenous people in north america and then the heroes are but it's, you still make the heroes the cavalry it's really mm-hmm. weird uh yeah no to me i think this is another example of what this show does a lot where it's like they kind it's of it's like oh a, a serious c- topic here's a little finger and that's it well, i was gonna say they like raise the question and then never really answer it right exactly like, the, like that whole thing with uh using spike biting willow as like a metaphor for rape for a second right but exactly then and then they're like oh, really, let's let's go move on let's from that. do ed that's funny right it's they're and like they get gra- it's like just a dash of uh of social commentary yeah and, <laughs> but yeah but not and not really, with like a ton of like firm position, right? Exactly. But then I, th- I do think in a way, though, I, it is, uh, it is kind of an interesting dis, like, discussion of like how difficult this is for like, uh huh, <laughs> you know, the white guilt bullshit, like the in like ha- the like how there's not really a good solution because this is a horrible thing that happened right exactly past. there's not really anything that can be done to make up for it uh-huh and so we'll just write this tv episode and we'll just keep the status quo where it is basically yeah exactly And it's like and i mean when i say there's not anything i mean like nothing can fully make up for it not that nothing should ever be done right exactly <laughs> but that's the position that uh-huh. we have taken as a country apparently. and that this episode seems to take mm-hmm. it's just like shut up kill your spirits and then move on uh yeah it's like i guess it's like yeah, it is sort of the conservative idea of it, right? Cuz it's like, well, if you actually were in trouble, you would just kill them. Right. Kind of thing. Anyway. Uh-huh. So so uh we cut to the battle of little big Giles, little and, big Giles. and uh, there's fighting. Spike is a pincushion at this point. Right. Yes. Buffy uh, and Buffy, uh, Buffy, and, Z- of Buffy oh. and Giles have managed to get crossbows, but they both miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, because she shoots the one, and that guy does the most casual lean back to do, to dodge the crossbow bolt. It's like it's so easy. It's like he was already. It's like they took a shot of him getting an arrow out, and it, that wasn't even supposed to be part of it. <laughs> and they're like, because it doesn't even look like he's really trying. He just kind of like reaches back. If you hear Zach's acts, voice getting louder and quieter, it's I'm because he this. <laughs> yes he's <laughs> he's being very physical right but now. But yeah, um on this very visual medium that we have yes and, quite uh, visual he just yeah <laughs> i don't know what makes me laugh so hard it just doesn't <laughs> look like those yes. two shots even go together it's so casual it is very funny because uh, it is not hard for him to dodge this crossbow bolt and then uh ever- Buffy tries to stab one of them with a knife eventually and she's like giles these guys don't die uh, and that's after everyone is, else has come back. Xander knocks one out with a plant. Willow and Anya with the shovels. Yes, they start beating one with shovels. And Willow's like, why won't you die? And I was like, wow, Willow. <laughs> we know what you're really like when the chips are down. And then Angel... Wow, chips. Chips? Oh, casinos. Casino <laughs> wow, Kyle. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> Canceled. Yikes. <Anyway. laughs> so now... <laughs> And angel just jumps in and snaps that guy's neck, and Anya's like, "What's he like when he's not evil?" <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, angel th- uh, later also throws a knife. Or when at- he is evil, I mean, yes, shit, I messed up the joke. What, what is like? What, what's he like when he is evil? Whoop. Uh, he saves Buffy from one who's about to like shoot an he arrow at a her. Knife at him. Yes, and Giles at one point Giles is just getting his head bashed in like against, against the, the wall by one oh, of them. Also, I wrote, "Good thing nobody in this apartment complex looks outside." I guess, I guess so. They're, like, yeah, in the courtyard of Giles' apartment, like screaming and beating this guy with shovels. Right, exactly. And, like, <laughs> Maybe the whole complex is his, and they're all empty. Uh, it's Giles' villa. Yes. I mean, he does seem to have money. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, an indeterminately large amount of money. Uh, Buffy eventually gets Hoos slashed with his own knife. And she's like, <gasps> your knife can kill you. Really? Oh, before this happens, uh, like I, I didn't mention earlier in the episode when Hoose has turned into a wolf mm-hmm. and is like eavesdropping on him. Right. Uh, and then, and now he turns into a bear. This is the third animal transformation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, he skipped the wolf. Now we've gone straight to bear. Yep. And Joss is like, or uh, Spike is like, a bear. You, you made, made a bear. A bear! Undo it, undo it. <laughs> and uh zach this is a real fucking bear what yeah they had a bear on set it's a real fucking it's like a baby bear or something like a young bear huh. xander actually threw a roll at a real bear oh, i thought it was a potato oh i think it's a roll he didn't bring rolls well I, there's a bag of rolls on the counter it's potato it might be a potato i don't know but uh, jane espenson said that when nicholas brendan threw the roll or potato at the bear the bear looked really sad uh, it does kind of <laughs> look sad uh-huh in that shot but yeah it's a real fucking bear and then they actually killed it i just want to i i wish i was in the writer's room when someone had to be like well we can't show buffy like just murdering at a Native a Native American, Native American guy. guy. Yeesh. <laughs> so Ooh. we have to turn him into a bear. Oof. Yeah, and then he's like, hey, General Ben, over here. That's for giving me syphilis. <laughs> so Buffy jumps onto the bear and stabs it. It turns back into hoose, who turns into green smoke and poofs. And so do all his other guys. Yes. And then Angel still finds time to creep on Buffy before walking away. Right, he just watches from outside. And then she looks where he just was. Yes, she gets another pang <laughs> Pangel. <laughs> so she looks out the window and she's perplexed. Pangel. Uh, paint Pain pain It could we could just be Pangel, I guess. Pain-gel. That sounds like a wrestler name. Pangel I'm the Pangel. <laughs> I'm the angel of pain. Pangel. Yes. So we uh, some time passes and Willow feels lousy while she's eating dinner. And she says, two seconds of conflict, and I turn into General Custer, (laughs) which, you know, at least she's self-aware about it. Right. (laughs) Uh, And Spike's like, I figured one of you would bleed a little. (laughs) Uh. Uh, And Giles commends Buffy on both the fight and the dinner. She's like, it wasn't exactly the perfect Thanksgiving. Ow. But Xander thinks it was just right because of all the anticipation and then the big fight, and now they're all sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, and you know what? my syphilis is starting to clear right up. And he starts to rub the back of Anya's head. And Buffy's like, and they say romance is dead. Or maybe they wish it. (laughs) Very funny. Willow's like, maybe we started a new tradition. And Buffy just (laughs) looks at her. Yeah, everyone kind of looks at her. She's like, maybe not. But it was like old times. Yeah, we all worked together. And then Xander says, yeah, especially Especially. with Angel here. And then there's this shot of everyone looking down the table at at Buffy. Yeah, the camera becomes Buffy's like vision or whatever and the the expression on james marster's face and, and the smirk is so, is so he's funny. like oh shit i'm right. ready for some drama and everybody's kind of like uh. and then it cuts to black and then you hear Zana go oops, oops. and then <laughs> and you hear like some fork like uh like flatware like clattering to the table or something that line was ori- originally written for anya to say oh. she was gonna say the angel thing but jane espenson doesn't know why it was changed yeah, that is weird. It would make more sense for Anya. Yeah, I mean, that's it what I was like too. It's not wild that Xander did it. Uh-huh. But it makes it would make more sense for Anya to be like. Plus, we saw I saw Angel. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, my guess because it's Willow being like it was just like old times with everyone working together, and Anya wouldn't know about everyone yeah. working together. I guess. Yeah, that does fit more. I guess. Well, that is pangs. We made it through, Zachary. We panged it. Uh. I don't know if it would be appropriate for us to give actually an in memoriam for Father Guerrero or the anthropologist lady whose name we don't wait Father it's not Father Guerrero it's Father Gabriel excuse me Father Gabriel Dean Guerrero Dean Guerrero was is still alive Professor Professor Anthropology lady what she has a name Gerhart I think oh they forgot about that that that. I don't know if it's appropriate for them to get in memoriams they were barely there. I guess Zach will agree with me tacitly. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Hoos was already dead, or he was never a person in the first place. I, it feels weird, so I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so as we go through the series, we're going to give each episode a score from one to ten stakes, with ten being the ze- bet, the zest, the best. Mm, Zach, the how many stakes are you going to give this episode? I'm glad you get um, to go first. Uh, okay, so, um. I rating this episode. Is I really can hear hard the gears turning in right now. The gears in my head have been turning. And uh anyway, they've. It's really tough to rate this episode because there's a lot of like, and, mm-hmm. um. But then also, there's so much funny, like the the lines and stuff, and the farcicalness of it is really great. So, um. I gave it a six out of ten. A six out of ten. Which I, I think is maybe a little generous, but anyway. Uh, I, I think the fun, the writing think, and stuff is funny. I think it. the episode is improved by them mostly talking and not that often actually doing anything with the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> that's very nice. I enjoy this episode. I like watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also like, you know, it's it's like a... It's nice to have this little relic because when this episode aired, like, I'm sure there was plenty of discussion about it, but a lot of people were like, wow, a TV show mentioned, like, it had a Thanksgiving episode and wasn't, it wasn't just let's have dinner and blah, blah, blah. Like, they actually made it about indigenous people. That's some like, in 99 that's something yeah it's a little su- it's a little something who else was doing this besides the adams family values right exactly <laughs> uh damn was that close to this uh it's like early 2000s right uh, no i don't is think is it in so. the 90s damn but yeah like it was not as common to be commented on and that's uh 1993 was adam's family values. damn well that's a little. That makes this a little worse than actually <laughs> six <laughs> years earlier and not nearly as. Uh, yeah, because harmony was. I mean, they were dressed in like headdresses and stuff, but still, like. But yeah, Mercedes McNabb and yeah. she's so much younger. For those reasons, I've decided to scalp you and burn your village to the ground. <laughs> right. Uh, It has a lot of great one- one-liners. I'm gonna go close to Zach. I'm gonna give it a six point five, mm. and the point five is for Anya being horny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, all right, nice. So we've done that. Now it's time for MVP Kyle. Who is the MVP oh, of Oh, no, this I have to go first episode? this time. <laughs> the MVP of this episode is Joyce for being gone for the whole thing. <laughs> she's, she's untouched by this episode, and she won for that. She yes. had a good idea. That is really funny. I love that. <laughs> I wrote angel? Angel question, question mark. mark. Yeah, he he didn't really. I don't know. Do yeah, much. <laughs> he, he did save Buffy's life. K- maybe. I mean, sort I'm sure of... she would have been fine. He probably didn't have to come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We'll just let it be Angel, <laughs> Joyce, and Angel. I think it should be Angel question mark. A- it is Angel question mark. I have the question mark in there. Okay. All right, it's time for a brief queer analysis from your own Zachary Riker. What you got for us this week, Zachary? Well, to the surprise of no one, uh, I am going to be steering well clear of the cultural issues uh-huh. <laughs> that brought up in this es- episode. Uh, but I mean, I think Thanksgiving is kind of an easy, you know, yes, queer yes. relatable thing where it's like this tense and difficult thing to get through uh, for a lot of people, um, you know, because like there's lots of queer individuals here in the US where this holiday is a time where you're pressure to be with family who may not know about you or even accept your identity they may know about your identity but not accept it mm-hmm. um and this can be really stressful um and it's intertwined with a lot of complexity because you know it can really i feel like it can be like holidays in general can be this time where you're really kind of torn between because they're so like family together blah, 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 but then like if you're in this situation where your family maybe doesn't totally accept you, I mean, I'm, like, lucky and privileged enough, I guess, to be in a family that loves me, but then on the other hand, I mean, they're also really conservative and definitely, like, vote against my interests. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that, like, 100% for a fact. Like, my dad is a huge Trump supporter, which...
1: <laughs>
0: and... um Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to kind of, like thread that needle and be like okay so like you love me as a member of your family right but then you support like causes and people who want to kill people like me or uh-huh. like eradicate us from existence and that's very very tough it made me think too about this conversation i had with a trans friend of mine uh uh-huh. um, and where she was like, they want to kill us. Like, they want us to be gone. And I remember thinking, that's really intense. That's kind of a lot. I mean, I understand, like, they are against us, but I feel like that's a lot. And then, actually, I mean, it kind of got a lot closer to what she was talking about uh-huh. politically nowadays. So, she was right. You got me. You got me, girl. But then it's tough because it's like, well, that's your family. I mean, you have conservative family, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's just a really it's an odd place to be emotionally Uh uh-huh and that is what it made me think about yes my experience uh there's also just the general theme of oh i can't have family or i can't have my family thanksgiving so i am going to have a thanksgiving with all the people who care about me yeah or like i can't go home with my boyfriend for thanksgiving because it'll be weird (laughs) (laughs) or whatever yeah Oh, I'm just talking about in the in the episode the queer theme of like getting your together your found family for oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You right, you right. Yeah, bring it back to the episode. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think um, that's why I really related to kind of Buffy's struggle uh-huh. of like I just want to eat nice food. And, right. Exactly. I don't want to and think and about enjoy anything. People's company. Uh huh. Not have all these other problems in the way. Right. So, yeah, that's my queer analysis. It's been queer analyzed. It's been Kyle. queer analyzed. What's the gayest moment of this episode? Uh, surprising no one. I want to have sex with him right now. Or, I, excuse me, I'm imagining having sex with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, again, a straight sexual moment taking the gayest moment of the episode.
1: mm. mm.
0: mm. I mean, having your mind being really distracted by thinking about sweaty men and sex. Exactly. What's gayer than that? <laughs> also, um, that it's interesting to voice. me. What could be gayer than that? Right. Because we can sort of see this, now that we've seen Anya a little bit, we can sort of see that like she's kind of like a personality replacement for Cordelia mm-hmm. because uh, like she just kind of says what's on her mind. Mm-hmm. And that was Cordelia's whole thing. But it's funny how that can be true. But also, I don't think Cordelia would ever say that, right? Oh, it's well, yeah, it's different. Like uh huh. Cordelia so is it's, just very, blunt. it's like the same thing, but like in a different way. But uh, yeah, this way, it's like Anya has like no sense of what's appropriate. Right. She's <laughs> not really been around humans that much other uh-huh. than trying to kill them. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Zach, are you ready for a little angel report? Give it to me, uh, report on that angel. (laughs) Season one, episode eight of Angel is I Will Remember You. Buffy shows up to have an argument with Angel. She has an argument with Angel and she leaves. That's it. That's all that happens. Mm. Nothing devastating happens. No, for sure. At least not that Buffy can remember. That's not like one of the hardest I've ever cried watching a Buffy. I totally didn't watch it this morning and cry and then watch the episode of Angel after it and then cry again. Because that episode is also very sad. Oh, man. That part where she's like, I will, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. That yeah, so what actually happens is the episode time. is they fight a demon who gets some blood or something on Angel and turns him human. And he and Buffy have a lot of sex and he eats mm. a lot of food. And then... He uh, talks with the oracles who can talk to the powers that be about why this happened. And he learns that this is going to be bad for Buffy and she'll probably get herself killed. So he has to reverse it mm. and he'll be the only one who can remember. Can't control the curse. And uh, Sarah Michelle Geller will make you cry. Mm. You, you don't have to watch a single episode of any other of, of this or Angel. If you'd seen nothing and you only watched that episode, you would still ball your eyes out right but it even I feel like it even intensifies it more just knowing like how much they want to be together but can't Mm -hmm. and then they get into this and they get a taste of it and it's like so cruel yes and the next episode is Hero which is also very sad Mm. I don't remember that one Uh, well I you can probably guess why it's sad if you think about the sad things that happen in season one of Angel hmm Involving perhaps major characters and Angel. He's got to be strong. He's got to be smooth. He's got to be fresh from the fight. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Do you, no, you know I, what I'm I talking think about? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Close to the end of season one. No. It's episode eight. Or episode nine. The same really, episode as the buppy episode. Honestly, I really... Other than like a few high emotional points... I really remember very little. It is a answer. high emotional point, a very big plot point, an h- incredibly big pro- plot point. It involves Not a character me, no longer being in the series. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize it happened that fast. Okay. I think I know what you're talking. You know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> yeah. Well, your very subtle hints helped. All right. Well, yeah. So subtle that you still didn't know what I was talking about. All right, Zach. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find us? I'm glad this episode ended up being kind of short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were never going to wax poetic about this one. Mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) Except for all the dialogue, because it's very good. Thank you, Jane Espenson. Yeah, the dialogue was very quality. Um, So that is it for Pang's... Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can support us by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we will read those reviews allowed upon the pod um and you can also follow us on instagram and tiktok at buffy pod yes also reach out to us through our email at buffygaze at gmail.com or leave, uh, leave us a voice or text message at anchor.fm slash buffy gaze and please share with your friends we want everyone to hear how ridiculous we are mm-hmm. <laughs> yes spread the ridiculousness spread it sport number 17 The The Spread spread Eagle. eagle. So this has been season four, episode eight of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Join us next week for season four, episode nine, Something Blue. Mm. Oh my gosh, we're also recording Hush next week.
1: (gasps) So excited.
0: (laughs) We're going to be two episodes ahead. Just just be aware in case you send us something about an episode. All right. Till next time. I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. And we are your... A buffy, a buffy gaze. gaze. Undo it. Undo, Undo it. it Undo. you made a bear. <laughs> oh, that was that was God when you were or no, one of God's angels when you were born. Oh. You made a bear. Undo it. Undo it. Ouch. That's a joke. I a feel j- hurt. I don't think the angels <laughs> was right. I'm not agreeing. You don't agree. You, you, you were, just think that <laughs> you, were, an you were born a, a hairy child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy slaying.
1: Bye.